This is the Fifth Quarter Podcast on AM 900 CHML. Hello, football fans in Hamilton from coast to coast and around the world. This is the fifth quarter brought to you by Wizens Law on AM 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin. Well, it's not quite game over. There's 46 seconds left to play at Tim Hortons Field. But then again, it is game over because the score is 53 to 7 in favor of the Hamilton Tiger Cats. You heard me right. 53 to 7. Man, oh man, oh man, there are a ton of talking points to get to tonight. We'll throw open the phones, we will accept your tweets and email and all that kind of fun stuff, your reaction to tonight's massive blowout by the now 4-4, four and four. well, again, there's still 40-some-odd seconds to go, but no lead is safe, no. In this game, this, this lead is very comfortable. 4-4 four and four Hamilton Ticats, the Riders will fall to one and seven this is the final game of the uh, week number nine in the canadian football league so we'll give you the rundown and the updated statistics in terms of the standings talk about one heck of a 2016 home debut for zach caleros made a season debut last week and he was unconscious tonight it's like they rewound the tape to last season. And the Ticats, not only on offense, but on defense as well, said, hello, here we are again. What a dominating performance tonight. Caleros is uh, out of the ball game. Jeremiah Masoli has uh, been in on mop-up duty the last uh, five or six minutes or so. Maybe even a little bit longer than that. But with 34 seconds to go, let's run down the scoring summary for the Tiger Cats. And who knows, with 34 more seconds, there might be another score. I wouldn't put it past the Ticats' defense, they're on D right now, to uh, get the ball back and perhaps take it back into the end zone. It's been one of those nights for the Ticats' D. And he got the feeling as this season wore on that, you know, apart from game number one in which they torched the Argonauts, the defense hasn't really created, you know, the boatload of turnovers that we saw last year. Well, tonight was very much a different story. Because there's not one, two, three, four, five. There are six turnovers created by the Tiger Cats defense tonight. Not one by the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Hamilton also scoring uh, 17 points off those six turnovers. Not a bunch of points off turnovers, but the defense was absolutely outstanding. Another terrific stat that I'll pass along as well is uh, in regards to Darian Durant, who came into tonight's ball game with an incredible Non-interception streak, if I can put it that way. And that was absolutely shattered tonight. We'll take your votes for player of the game. It might be a hotly contested vote tonight. Although my vote is for Zach Caleros. But there have been musings on Twitter already for uh, the defense. Or the Olympic TD celebrations. We saw a few of those 
uh, tonight at Tim Hortons Field. Final score now, Tim Hortons Field, 53-7. It is a final. Wow, what a ball game for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Let's, let's run down the scoring summary. And it started with a, uh, a ho-hum uh, field goal from Brett Maher. And who would have thought at that point that uh, the Ticats would put up 53 points? But 9.57 left to play in the first quarter. Maher hits a 22-yarder. It's 3 nothing, Cats. That was off Hamilton's first offensive possession, a 60-yard drive. They get the ball back uh, about three minutes later, four minutes later, and uh, Caleros throws his first touchdown of the ball game, third of the season, a 37-yarder to Andy Fantuz. Now, it was intended for Luke Tasker, but it hit Tasker, bounced off the hand of a Rough Riders defender and into the hands of Fantuz, who took it down the near sideline and into the end zone. So it's quickly 10 nothing. For the Ticats, with uh, six minutes left to play in the first quarter. Darian Durant entered tonight's ballgame not throwing an interception in his last 300-some-on passes. Well, he got that up to 323 consecutive passes without an interception. 324 ended up in the hands of Emmanuel Davis. Saskatchewan then intercepted Caleros in the end zone, but that was called back by an illegal contact penalty as a Riders defender was all over Brandon Banks. Katz had to settle for a field goal, a 12-yarder by Maher, and it's 13 to nothing after one period of play. To the second quarter we go, and Caleros tosses his second of the game. This one to a wide-open Brandon Banks, a 58-yard bomb. It's 20 to nothing. That, by the way, that 58-yarder, Hamilton's longest play from scrimmage this season. Tyler Crepina finally got the Riders on the board, the former McMaster kicker, booting a 43-yarder. It's 20-3 for the Cats. Josh Bartell hits a punt single into the Ticats end zone, 20-4. And just before halftime, three seconds to go, in fact, Caleros with his third TD toss of the game, this one to Chad Owens. It's a five-yard strike. They go to the locker room up 27-4. to Then at halftime, the Cats honor the 1986 Grey Cup championship team. A 30th anniversary. Man, does time ever fly. Third quarter we go. Crepinia strikes again. A 24-yard field goal. It's 27-7. Caleros and company take over again. His fourth touchdown, this one, a 47-yard strike to Terrence Tolliver right down the middle of the field, very similar to the Brandon Banks TD. Tolliver fights his way across the goal line, 34-7 for the Tiger Cats. Rico Murray intercepts Darian Durant. Courtney Steven intercepts Darian Durant. That's the third quarter. To the fourth we go, and Caleros throws his career-high fifth touchdown of the game. A 13-yarder to Chad Owens. It's 41-7 for the Cats right off the skip in the fourth quarter. Riders concede a safety to make it 43-7. John Chick gets his second sack of the ball game. Teddy Laurent recovers a Mitchell Gale fumble. He botched the handoff with his running back. Cats don't score any points. 
But Dominique Ellis gets another turnover, this one an interception. That leads to seven more points as Jeremiah Masoli in mop-up duty finds Luke Tasker for a one-yard touchdown, 53-7 to the final score in front of 24,166 fans at Tim Hortons Field. What a ball game. All right, let's throw open the phone lines, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone. You can email rick at 900chml.com, on Twitter at am900chml, at Rick Zamprin. Who's your player of the game? We'll also name our fifth quarter fan of the night when we wrap up uh, at 11 p.m. Didn't see 53 points for the Ticats tonight. I did see a victory tonight. Let's see what you were thinking before this game and now after the game, your thoughts. So let's start with Alex. Alex, good evening. How are you? Rick, how are you? Not too shabby. Much better than last week, eh? Yes, totally. I am so happy. You know, my heart was beating going into this game because even though it was Saskatchewan, you know, I've seen them put up fights before even though they've had bad records in the past years you know you can't doubt a team like at the beginning of the season i doubted bc i said to my dad no there's no way bc is going to be hamilton at all this season and they did so when when the game started today i was like i'm i know we're gonna win but i feel like Saskatchewan's gonna put up a fight but they didn't which was phenomenal and you know the picks by the Defense, you know, I thought we're getting kind of ridiculous. I, I thought Darian Durant would realize maybe I shouldn't stop throwing the ball and hand it off to the running back <laughs> once in a while. Yeah, but when you're down by, you know, 20, 30 points, you got to throw it, right? It's not, Yeah, I know, but if you if you throw the ball to us, you know something's going to go wrong for your team. Either knock down, interception, or you're just going to get booed like crazy in front of 24,000 fans. You know, um, I was a little surprised, though, how they pulled out Zach Kalos near the end and put in Mazzoli because... You thought they should have kept Zach in? Just a little bit so he could hit um, his career-high yard, like passing yard. I don't know, man. You haven't had him for a whole year and you just got him back. Who cares about the stats? True, true. Right? Like, the last thing you want is your star quarterback to get hurt in a blowout game. I was surprised, though, at the end. That touchdown for Tasker was not needed. We destroyed Saskatchewan enough. You know, um, getting another touchdown is, you know, it's amazing to see Saskatchewan lose. Mm -hmm. No doubt about it. But, you know, how would we feel if they were doing that to us? We were down by that many points, and it's like they get another touchdown. Like, come on. You're kicking our butts already. Yeah, uh, you Why know what? You know what, though, Alex. I'm sure we all felt that way. Uh, you know, a few great cups ago in Regina when Saskatchewan shellacked the Ticats. So yeah, who who cares? Throw okay, up, I throw up 80 that. points on the Riders. I don't care. I forgot about that. You know, when <laughs> Saskatchewan destroyed us in the Great Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Who's but, your uh, so Who's your player of the game? You going with Claros? Well. There's just so much to choose from that I gotta have two. I gotta go with the whole entire defense with okay. the sacks and the interceptions. Yep. And Zach Caleros coming out with a phenomenal start and ending the game on a good point. Sounds good. All right, Alex. Thanks for the call. We'll uh, talk to you next week. Yep. See you next week. All I'll right. Talk to you next week. Alex is a uh, 
a weekly contributor to the fifth quarter. We love it. Love seeing the younger generation of Ticats fans call in on the fifth quarter. You think most of them would just like tweet or even send in an email. No, he picks up the phone and says, hey, I want to talk of the fifth quarter. That's great to see. Ronald on Twitter, at AM900CHML. That is what I call an ASS kicking. <laughs> nice bit of home cooking up here tonight. XB. Uh, Corey, got to vote Zach for player of the game. Welcome home, Zach Caleros. There's another vote for Caleros, up to three, because, well, I voted for him as well, and Alex did too. Mike on Twitter, at Rick Samperin, great team win and a nice return to form. Great game. Courtney Steven played real well. Glad to be back at THF. Yeah, it's been a while, eh? July 7th was the last time the Ticats had played uh, played a game at home. And uh, they were 0-2. They lost both their home games, as you <laughs> no doubt recall. Against BC, 28-3 in that turnover fest against the Bombers, 28-24. Tonight, oh, there was a turnover fest, all right. But it was the Riders who were making turnovers. They're opening up a bakery just across the street from Tim Hortons Field. Might as well. All they're going to bake is turnovers. Darian Durant's the lead cook. Justin T. on Twitter. Great team win from all involved player of the game. Ray Hawley, best running back in CFL history. Gotta love Justin T. Kevin on Twitter, also voting for Ray Hawley. Way better than Gable. <laughs> where is Ray Hawley, really? Do you guys know, Kevin and Justin, do you guys know where Ray Hawley is? Maybe Kevin and Justin are just fake accounts that Ray Hawley is in charge of. That's my vote. Here's Stephen from Penticton, B.C. Great team win. There is no doubt that Zach is back. Austin was being kind to Sask, pulling Zach when he did. Could have been 80 points scored. It's probably true if they converted all their turnovers. Stephen goes on to write, With this win, Cats now move into second place in the East. It was fantastic to see the Cats looking and playing like they should. Player of the game, Zach Caleros. Look at CFL. Cats are clicking that email again from steven from penticton bc all right when we come back more of your calls your tweets your emails 905-645-3221 star 9900 on your cell you can email your thoughts on tonight's game vote for your player of the game rick at 900 chml.com is the email address shoot me a note on twitter use the hashtag fifth quarter at rick samprin or at am 900 CHML. Back in two with the fifth quarter on AM 900 CHML. Back here in our studios at Maine and Longwood, Rick Samprin live with the fifth quarter brought to you by Wizens Law on AM 900 CHML. Will Erskine producing tonight's program. If you want to call in, you can do so by dialing 905-645-3221 star 9900 on your smartphone. You can email rick at 900chml.com at AM 900 CHML. At Rick Samprin on Twitter, use the hashtag fifth quarter. Dave on Twitter, Rick, you're the best. Thanks, Dave. Owens is my player of the game. Chad Owens had a really solid night. I'm probably understating that. He had a really, really good night. He's one of those dependable guys 
that has meshed in nicely with this Ticats offense. I know there was some fear, there was some trepidation in the offseason when the Ticats announced the signing of Owens. But the longtime Argonaut has stepped in and has carried the black and gold torch. Four receptions tonight, 58 receiving yards, two TDs, both from Caleros. If Caleros and Owens can drum up some big-time chemistry, and I think they probably already have, man, this is going to be one dangerous offense. When you can throw out Owens, Tasker, Fantuz, Tolliver, Banks, Gable out of the backfield, either catching or running, when they feel like running, that's a lot to choose from. That's a lot of weapons at Caleros' disposal, and he used a bunch of them tonight. Final stats for Caleros, 23 of 30. That's a 76.7% completion rate. 381 yards and a career-high five touchdowns. Tolliver made five catches for 139 yards and a TD. Fantuz, four receptions for 77 yards and a touchdown. Banks had three catches for 67 yards and a score. Owens, four for 58 and two majors. Tasker had five catches for 38 yards and a TD. Gable out of the backfield, four receptions, 35 yards. Spencer Watt also had one catch for seven yards. What a night offensively for Caleros and the Cats. He spread the ball around and made the uh, made the Rough Riders pay. Big time. Here's a, a tweet from Les, or pardon me, Wes, at Rick Samprin. He writes, get Gable out, he's done. Start Woodson or Timmis. They run a lot harder. Caleros for player of the game. Well, mark down the vote for Caleros, but here's a discussion item that Wes brings up. C.J. Gable, eight carries tonight for 31 yards. That's an average of 3.9 per carry. In the CFL, that is nothing to write home about. In the NFL, yeah, you're doing pretty well. You're easily making six figures if you're averaging 3.9 per carry. Down amongst the league leaders, but in the CFL, man, you got to be way better than that. Now, is it Gable? Is it the offensive line? Is it the offense? That's eh, probably all of the above. But West brings up two other guys, Woodson and Timmis. Now, Timmis only had three carries for six yards. His long was seven yards, so he lost some yards on the two other carries. And Woodson had five carries for 27 yards, averaging 5.4. And Woodson is carrying the football when the Riders know that Hamilton is going to run. So think about that. The Riders know that Hamilton wants to soak up the clock. They're going to hand the football off, and Woodson still manages to average 5.4 yards per carry. Now, we're talking about two totally different players. C.J. Gable is a guy we all know, we all, I think, love. Great in the backfield at protecting the quarterback. When you look at the sack totals tonight for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, Jeff Knox had one, and that was the only one for the Riders. And I know BC had five last week, and all five of those were in the first half. But since halftime in BC, so six quarters, the Cats have allowed just one sack. Pretty darn good. C.J. Gable is a big reason for that.
And of course, so is the O-line. And of course, Caleros and his elusiveness is a contributing factor as well. I'm, I'd be hesitant to say, hey, let's start Woodson over Gable. And there's no way I'm starting Timmis over Gable at this point either. Neither of the two guys that we're talking about, Woodson and, and Timmis, are proven commodities game in and game out. And I'm talking about the whole kit and caboodle, not just running the football. First and foremost, ask Ken Austin what the running back in his offense is supposed to do. Protect the quarterback is job number one. So I'm not sure Gable's going anywhere anytime soon. Juanita on Twitter, at Rick Samprin, Ticat showed up for all four quarters. Zach is back. Win at home was what we needed. Can't wait to see what they do next. Well, it's going to be very interesting to see what they do next because next on the slate for the Tiger Cats are the CFL-leading Calgary Stampeders. That game just happens to be in Calgary. Hamilton's record at McMahon over the last 15, 20 years, not very good. But the way this team is playing under Zach Caleros in the defense, hey, who knows? Next week could be one of those weeks. Chris on Twitter, that's a win with some class whooping. Oh, there was a lot of whooping going on tonight at Tim Hortons Field. That was a uh, complete effort by the Tiger Cats tonight. Juanita also says player of the game has to be Zach Caleros as he mixed it up and played very well. Caleros by far and away the leader in our player of the game votes. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can tweet us at Rick Samprin at AM900CHML. Use the hashtag fifth quarter. Email your thoughts, rick at 900CHML.com. Back to the phones we go. Milsey's on the line. Milsey, how are you? Hey, my voice is just done. <laughs> I can hear you loud and clear. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, uh, Dan and I, we sat through that game. And you know what? It was so... It was almost boring. It was that strong a day for us. Right. But I'm hoping at the end of the day, when they start looking at the film, they get beyond the victory. I want to celebrate it. I want to enjoy it. Uh, but I really think Saskatchewan was that bad that we're going to have to look at the film and try and find something that we can improve on because I honestly believe they were just that bad it was it was good to see some of the stuff Timmis almost got a touchdown at the end there i was mm-hmm. really pulling for him that would have been history are you still there yeah that would have been nice to see a burlington guy coming back home and with who knows how many family and friends in the stands scoring a td would have been cool what was your call on it Dave? well actually i think tonight's game was a great confidence builder for the team and you know what you see coming out of zach caleros all you Telecat fans out there, you really got to believe that he's getting better and better and better every play. It's all those cobwebs that are coming out. His chemistry is coming out great with the players, and it's showing. And last week's game, even though they lost, he kept on improving improving every yeah. play, and it was a close game. Yeah. And I can only see that the Ticats are going to take it for the East just because we got that chemistry, that train is starting to move again that we had last year before Zach had his uh, injury. 
And uh, all you Ticat fans uh, are maybe concerned about where we're going to stand in the standings at the end of the season, I guarantee you we will be in the uh, Great Cup this year just because of the way the East is shaping up and the fact that the Ticats are doing great. I firmly believe them, and, uh, and I think tonight's game was a testament to that. What do you see the Ticats – what do you see the Ticats taking out of this game, Rick? I see them taking a lot out of this game. Number one, the reemergence of their defense. Uh, obviously, when you when you um, force six turnovers and you intercept a player who hadn't thrown a, an interception in 323 consecutive pass attempts, and you wow. pick him off four times tonight, add a couple of more turnovers, then score points off those turnovers. Uh, we all know that Zach is back. He played wonderful tonight. I think this is, if anything, it is a monumental confidence boost for this team going into what what will probably be their toughest game in Calgary next week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Should be a lot and, of fun. Yeah. It's been a long month waiting for them to come home. I know. And I'll tell you, everybody <laughs> enjoyed it, Rick. It was good. No doubt about it. See you guys. Thanks for the call. Right on, Thanks. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Milsey and Dave taking over the show there for a second. Let's take a quick timeout. We have Dave on the phone. Dave, hold on. We'll get to you in a couple of minutes. This is the fifth quarter brought to you by Wisden's Law on AM 900 CHML. Ticats destroying the Rough Riders tonight, 53-7 to at Tim Hortons Field. Their first game at the Donut Box since July the 7th. And man, oh man, did they ever come home with a bang. Uh, Debbie RDH62 on Twitter says Zach is back. That's her player of the game. He is by far in a way the leader for tonight's player of the game voting. If you have uh, a vote, you can cast it in a couple of different ways via email, rick at 900chml.com. Tell me about your thoughts on tonight's game as well. You can tweet us at am900chml, at Rick Samprin. Use the hashtag fifth quarter or give us a call. Talk to me about the game, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone. Dave is called into the program. Good evening, Dave. How you doing, Rick? Just at Casino Niagara tonight, uh, watching the game with a lot of fans down here, actually. Wow, excellent. It was quite impressive. You know what? To be honest with you, um, I can't pick a player of the game, so you can have my pick. I'm impressed <laughs> with so many people tonight. Okay, yeah. Um, great confidence builder. I don't care how bad Saskatchewan was. It's is a great confidence builder. This is like the cats we know, and I know they could have played. So I'm happy, and uh, let's stomp those stamps. Go, camp, go. You keep rocking, Rick. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Dave. Bye-bye. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone if you want to join in on the fun. Tweet from Chris, who writes, My player of the game, Murray. He had a great game on D, referring to Rico Murray. He had an interception tonight. He also says, My player of the game is Zach for the first three quarters. The cheerleaders for the fourth kept me entertained during handoffs as the Ticats ran the ball a little bit more in the fourth. And Vic on Twitter, at Rick Samprin, writes, Woodson was rushing in garbage time. Why are these people harping on this? It's not a rushing offense. Making mention to, I believe it was Wes on Twitter early on, saying the Cats should go with Woodson or Timmis instead of Gable in the backfield. And Vic brings up a good point. This is an offense that does not run the football. I mean, you're lucky to get 10 carries in a ball game, and for the most part, Gable and any other running back on this team carries the ball maybe six, maybe seven, maybe eight times as he did tonight. It's an offense that is not predicated on running the football. 
Gable, by the way, eight carries, 31 yards tonight. Email from Randy. Hi, Rick. I was at the game. Warm, but not an inferno like last Labor Day. The wheat fields are crushed. <laughs> Great game by Fan Twos. What, uh, with that remarkable TD catch. Great game by Terrence Tolliver. Speedy B had a good game, but not much a return on kick yardage. Even late in the game, Anthony Woodson, good yardage accumulation. Good interceptions from Dominic Ellis late in the game. John Chick, two sacks. Player of the game for Sask. Hawley, no, not that one, but he had a good night, referring to Caleb Hawley. Uh, my player of the game, Terrence Tolliver. Caleros had some good throws. He's coming along after a long absence. We are now 4-4. Four and four. We are climbing and will succeed. Go Cats. Oski Wee Wee. That email from Randy in Oakville. So Terrence Tolliver getting a vote for player of the game. And he had a very strong game. Had that great touchdown grab. 47-yarder. End of the ball game with five receptions for 139 yards. And that score. Email from uh, Joe. Hey, Rick. Now that's more like it. I'm glad John Chick reminded Saskatchewan what he's all about. Everyone looked great tonight. Calgary next week will be a great test for the Cats. Shout out to the O-line for a great game. I would like to give player of the game to the Ticats DBs for a great comeback game. Let me write that down. Ticats DBs. We did have a vote for the entire defense. Yeah, DBs are strong tonight. And Joe ends with, uh, I should say, the entire defense deserves a vote. So let's give one of the DBs and the defense. How about that, Joe? Thanks for the email. Rick at 900CHML.com if you want to email as well. Uh, email from, it's just a kind of jumbled mess, Sean Grice, I'm, I'm guessing, is the name of the email. Hey, Rick, was sitting in Section 107. Zach is player of the game. 107, good section to be in. And Ed writes, subject line, want to believe. Here's his email. Great game, Rick. Very happy for the Cats. Player of the game is Zach because he proved that this is his team. Happy they gave Masoli a chance to look good. Everyone looked good. Spectacular. But will they be able to play as a whole team against a good team? If they can, then we are going to the Grey Cup. I want to believe. All the best, Ed. By the way, if they don't like the score run up, then all they have to do is stop us, to quote a famous source. Yeah, I mean, who is anyone other than Saskatchewan or Rough Riders fans worried or complaining about the Tiger Cats running up the score? Hey, listen, if you don't want another team to run up the score on you, then stop them. I mean, that's the way to do it. So whether it's 43 points or 53 points or 63 points or whatever the number is, stop the team that's on the other side of the football from you. Don't beg the other team. Oh, please don't score another touchdown on us. No, that's not how pro football works. Ticants are not playing any game that they suit up for to beat the other team Barely. No, they want to come out. They want to execute their offense, execute their defense, their special teams, and beat the snot out of the opposition. Doesn't matter if it's the Rough Riders who are one and six, or if it's next week against the Stamps or six one and one. 
they'll beat you any way they want to, or any way they can in some instances. doesn't come as easy as tonight's, as we've seen in weeks gone by. Scott on uh, Twitter, at Rick Samprin, we needed that game. Great job by all areas. Offense was scary. Caleros, player of the game. Player of the game, Caleros, go, Cats, go. It's funny how some fans, and I can understand the sentiment that we needed that game. I think, first and foremost, because it was a home game and the Ticats were 0-2 at home this season, I think coming into the ballgame 3-4, and Ticats fans, and I can tell you for sure the Ticats team themselves, wanted to get back to 500. And especially going up against the league's worst Rough Riders, can you imagine the Ticats losing tonight? So you lose to a 1-6 ball club, you follow 0-3 at home, and you're now 3-5 and tied with Montreal for last in the CFL East. Well, that didn't happen at all. Ticats said, nope, we're not doing that. We're going to win this ballgame handily, improve to 4-4, four and four, vault over Toronto into second place in the CFL's East Division, beat up on the league worst Rough Riders, finally win at home, and uh, you know what? This team's got their mojo back in a big, big way. And it didn't take them long to do it. Huge rally against the BC Lions, which fell short last week. But a lot of the good things they did at BC Play Stadium, they took into tonight's ball game, And I'm sure they'll take a lot of that positive thinking and positive play into next week's game in Calgary. There's no guarantee on the result. But the way they are playing, it's much more different than the up and down roller coaster we saw earlier on in the season. There's no doubt about that. Here's Brad calling in on the fifth quarter. Brad, how are you? Hey, Rick. Happy week. Yeah, thanks for calling in. Yeah, very good week this week. Uh, yeah, they played very well tonight. Uh, there's still some mistakes they were making, but uh, and they came out a little, little bit on the slow side. You know, they, they should have had that first uh, touchdown when they were down there. Yeah, instead of settling for the field goal, I agree. Yep. Yeah, yeah, they look, you know, but hey, again, one sack went down that first time, and I believe the only time. Uh, you know, it uh, they, they picked it up, and the defense started uh, responding, and the offense started responding, and they finally started to feed off each other, which they really haven't done all season. Especially defensively. I wholeheartedly agree with you on that one. Yeah. Well, when you see Nevis and Laurent getting through like they were uh, on a regular basis there, um, we had, what, five sacks tonight? Uh, yeah, you know, it, you know the defense is pumped up because uh, those, those guys, uh, they really make a difference. Uh, and then, you know, John Chick getting his uh, tw- twice. and uh, That was nice to was, see. Yeah, it was nice, especially against the old team, you know. Uh, that was really good. And the guys are picking them off again like they used to. So, yeah, it, it's coming. It's coming. Uh, it's going to be a tough fight against uh, Calgary next week for sure, mm-hmm. uh, especially after that performance they put in last night. Yeah. Uh, you know, I actually believe they played a little bit better uh, against BC last week. I agree. Yeah, I agree too. You know, they backed off. I think you know the mindset is you're playing the last place team and uh, you can slack off a little bit. But it was also nice to see Coach putting in some new faces. Yeah, like Timmis and, and Woodson. We haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, Wood, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Woodson had a you know, was running great. Mm-hmm. You know, so maybe we can work in a little bit of a running game now and and uh, you know keep the the uh, opposing defense honest. 
And, we, uh, and instead of, uh, you know, rushing six and all that all the time and keeping Zach uh, contained. We shall see, but I'm not too confident in that. <laughs> well, no, we all, well, we all know that, uh, you know, uh, the coach don't like to run, run too much, but, uh, yeah. you know, it was great to see it happen from time to time. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I like to see him using Brandon the way he was tonight as well, you know. That Finally, was, uh, yeah. You know, get him up the middle and then toss it to him, you know. I mean, he's got the speed to get out in front of the guys. Might as well take advantage of it. For sure. He's got, he's got, he's got pretty good hands. I'm going to pick Emmanuel Davis tonight. Okay. You know, he was, he was just on fire in that defense all night long. He was, you know, if he wasn't in on the play, he was only a foot behind. Mm-hmm. He had you know, one interception. He, got, he nearly had a second. Yeah, that's it, you know. Uh, I don't expect him to get everyone, you know, but it's nice when he gets the odd one. I like, you know, I prefer to see him knock down. He's one of those guys that he'll run through the ball. Uh, and if he happens to catch it, great. If not, he, you know, broke the play up, and uh, he does a great job at that. And I don't want to see him try to change it because, you know, then he's he's not going to be Emmanuel Davis anymore. Yeah. One of my favorite players on the team, no doubt about it. He's got a great backstory, sure. too, and he's he's had a lot of success in his CFL career. Yeah, him and Courtney Steven. Yeah, both. You know, they both uh, they they both like to run through that ball, and I'm happy to see that. I don't care. You just knock it down. It's always nice to get that pick. But you know, I'd rather see you break up the play and just stop them after two downs. I hear you. Thanks for the call, Brad. All right, Rick. We'll talk to you next week. All right, have a good one. Bye. Jeff has called in the fifth quarter. Hey, Jeff, how are you? How are you? How you doing? I'm good. Good. I'm calling from uh, Thunder Bay. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm a Hamilton guy. Just moved up here about uh, two months ago. I've just uh, taken a job up here doing exactly what you do at a radio station <laughs> in a newsroom. Good luck. Yeah, thank you. Um, I came up here with my Hamilton Tiger Cat blanket, okay? Okay. You know, you know, those blankets you can get. About three weeks ago in our radio station up here, we had a big staff meeting, and one person was talking about the, the, the Rough Riders, because, you know, up here in Thunder Bay, you get a lot of people from the West Coast as well. Sure from across, across the country. And this one person was bragging up Saskatchewan. I quickly run into the newsroom and I grab the blanket, <laughs> head back into, head back into the, the, the boardroom where everybody was. I wave the blanket, the tie-cap blanket. Wow. And I, I point to the guy who was talking about Saskatchewan. And I said, in your face. <laughs> so, and so come Monday. <laughs> oh, oh, believe me. Oh, we're going to have words, that's for sure. We're yeah. going to have good words. Yes. Well, oh. as long as you keep the fisticuffs out of it, we'll be okay. Uh, we're buds up here, so yeah, it should <laughs> Who, be okay. Who's your player of the game? Well, I guess it would have to. Well, I mean, Caleros. I mean, what can you say about that? Yeah. Um, but it, it's just he's the obvious choice. There could be a whole, the whole team. What more can I say? Mm-hmm. It's just an incredible game to watch. I was watching it on TV up here, and then I quickly ran to my uh, computer because I'm listening to you online, and I thought, you know what? i got to phone up and tell about this story about waving that flag in our newsroom up here and <laughs> saying, in your face to that Rough Rider fan. That is awesome. Well, enjoy yeah. uh, enjoy rubbing it in a little bit more on Monday, and I appreciate the call, Jeff. Shall do. Okay. Take Bye-bye. care. Great call. I could just imagine that Monday morning newsroom meeting. <laughs> hey, remember when? Corey on Twitter, at Rick Samper, an honorable mention for John Sheck. He said he was going to have fun showing them they should have kept him. Mission accomplished. And Michael, my player of the game is Terrence Tolliver, his best game as a Ticat hashtag fifth quarter. So a vote again for Tolliver is up to two. Zach Caleros by far and away, though, the uh, leader for tonight's player of the game votes. Another Jeff. This one is happy in Sask. Jeff, how are you? 
Good, Rick. How are you? I'm okay. That's good. Now, you're happy in Sask because you're a Ticats fan who lives in Saskatchewan. I am, yeah. No, I was uh, I'm walking around pretty proud with my Ticat jersey on tonight. So. <laughs> Other than, uh, uh, what's his name, Sermons at uh, New Corner? Yep. Um, I, thought, I thought the defense played well tonight. I was, that was probably the best they've played all year. Now, Sermons had a good uh, pass breakup in the end zone. Yeah, no, that's true. But he was he was victimized. Holly picked him, picked on him a few times. Yeah, tonight, and Roosevelt picked on him a few times. But other than that, um, I don't have any complaints with the defense. The offense looked good tonight. Although I wish that running game would get better. I don't know what the issue is, but that running game needs to get better if they're going to do anything in the playoffs. Yeah, the thing is, to me, with a run game, when you don't run, how can it ever get better? You can practice all you want, but in the game situation, if you never use it, uh, you're going to be limited. Well, I go back to when Doug Doug Flutie played. They said the best uh, what was it? The best running game was a short passing game. Yeah, you know, and I think that's that's kind of well, I think that's Austin's philosophy. I just in, you know when it gets colder outside, I just think that's going to be something they're going to need. Yeah. So. We'll keep an eye on it. That's for sure. So your player of the game is? Uh, I would say probably Zach Kolaris tonight. He looked he looked really good. He looked shaky at the beginning. I'm like, oh, a couple of those passes to the wide out there looked uh, looked a little shaky. But after that, he settled down, played good, and. Uh, and on defense, John Chick. I was more than happy for him to get those two sacks tonight. So, mm-hmm. so I guess onward and upward to play uh, Calgary next week. You got it. Should be an interesting game. Thanks for the call. All right. Thanks, Rick. Bye. Take it. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone. If you have missed any portion of tonight's fifth quarter broadcast, you can check out the fifth quarter podcast. Once the show is done, you can go to iTunes or Google Play or check it out on our website. 900chml.com. Just click on the sports section and fifth quarter. One more break. When we come back, our player of the game, fifth quarter fan of the night, some parting shots and some stats as well. This is the fifth quarter brought to you by Wizens Law on AM 900 CHML. Wow, 53 to 7, the final score tonight in favor of the Hamilton Tiger Cats. It was one of those games where everything seemed to go right from the touchdown that Andy Fantu scored in which Caleros threw the football to Tasker it bounced off him bounced off a Saskatchewan player into the hands of Fantu's rumbles into the end zone it's 10-0 and the doors get blown right open Ticats now four and four on the season they will go to Calgary on Sunday we will have the fifth quarter for you on Sunday night in around 10 p.m. All right, our player of the game tonight, voted by you, the fans. He went 23 of 30 for 381 yards and five touchdowns, a career high. Zach Caleros is our player of the game. Other votes for the defense, Chad Owens, Rico Murray, Terrence Tolliver, the Ticats DBs, Emmanuel Davis, and John Chick. Our fifth quarter fan of the night tonight is Alex. Alex, good evening. How are you? Rick, how are you? Not too shabby. Much better than last week, eh? Yes, totally. I am so happy. You know, my heart was beating going into this game because even though it was Saskatchewan, you know, I've seen them put up fights before even though they've had bad records in the past years. You know, you can't doubt a team. Like, at the beginning of the season, I doubted BC. I said to my dad, no, there's no way BC is going to beat Hamilton at all this season. And they did. So when, when the game started today, I was like... I'm, I know we're going to win, but I feel like Saskatchewan's going to put up a fight. But they didn't, which was phenomenal. And, you know, the picks by the defense, you know, 
I thought we're getting kind of ridiculous. I'm, I, I thought Darian Durant would realize maybe I shouldn't stop throwing the ball and hand it off to the running back <laughs> once in a while. Yeah, but when you're down by, you know, 20, 30 points, you got to throw it, right? It's uh, Yeah, I know, but if you... If you throw the ball to us, you know something's going to go wrong for your team. Either knock down, interception, or you're just going to get booed like crazy in front of 24,000 fans. You know, um, I was a little surprised, though, how they pulled out Zach Lowe's near the end and put him as only because... You thought they should have kept Zach in? Just a little bit, so he could hit um, his career high yard like passing yards i don't know man you haven't had him for a whole year and you just got him back who cares about the stats true true right like the last thing you want is your star quarterback to get hurt in a blowout game i was surprised though at the end that touchdown for tasker was not needed we destroyed saskatchewan enough you know um getting another touchdown is you know it's amazing to see Saskatchewan lose, mm-hmm. no doubt about it. But, you know, how would we feel if they were doing that to us? We were down by that many points, and it's like they get another touchdown. But like, come on, you're kicking our butts already. Yeah, uh, you know what? You know what, though, Alex? I'm sure we all felt that way, you know, a few great cups ago in Regina when Saskatchewan shellacked the Ticats. So, yeah, who, who cares? Throw okay, up, throw up 80 that. points on the Riders. I don't care. I forgot about that. You know, when. <laughs> Saskatchewan destroyed us in the Great Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Who's your uh, so who's your player of the game? You going with Caleros? Well, there, there's just so much to choose from that I gotta have two. I gotta go with the whole entire defense with okay. the sacks and the interceptions. Yep. And Zach Caleros coming out with a phenomenal start and ending the game on a good point. Sounds good. All right, Alex. Thanks for the call. We'll uh, talk to you next week. Yep. See you next week. All I'll right. Talk to you next week. Alex is a. Uh, a weekly contributor to the fifth quarter. We love it. Love seeing the younger generation of Ticats fans call in on the fifth quarter. I think most of them would just, like, tweet or even send in an email. No, he picks up the phone to say, hey, I want to talk in the fifth quarter. That's great to see. No doubt about it. Alex, our fifth quarter fan of the night tonight, uh, calling in each and every week. So we thought, hey, let's give him the fifth quarter fan of the night award tonight. Big question going into Calgary this week is the Ticats – Visit the Stamps. Many in the CFL world consider the Stamps the number one team in the league. With their victory tonight over Saskatchewan, is Hamilton number two, or did they just beat up on a very bad team? We'll find out this Sunday when the Cats visit the Stamps. 7 p.m. start time. We'll be on the air just after the final whistle in and around 10 p.m. Final score tonight, the Tiger Cats 53, the Rough Riders 7. Enjoy the podcast. Thanks for listening and contributing to the fifth quarter. Brought to you by Wisdom's Law on AM 900 CHML. The fifth quarter after every Tiger Cats game on AM 900 CHML.